talking about theatrical productions and things like that, and also talking about history, we have Kaylee Perry Shaughnessy, Executive Director of the John Greenleaf Whittier Birthplace in Haverhill, joining us. And, and Kaylee, uh, good morning, and, and you have a guest, don't you? Good morning. Hey, thank you. Yes, I'm joined by uh, Michael Cormier, who's the playwright for The Abolitionist Refrain, uh, a new play that's going to be premiering at the Whittier Birthplace on September 10th. September 10th. Okay. Does, does that have like a tinge of Johnny Dollar to it? Uh, it's a, a date that we figured the weather would be nice. It wouldn't be too cold. It wouldn't be too hot. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think uh, actually it, it should be uh, good weather around that time. Uh, yeah, uh, September, October and things like that. Well, uh, uh, let's let's ask, uh, let's get uh, Michael on the uh, on the call right here. And, and Michael, why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, the play that you wrote? Yes, uh, good morning. Um, the play I wrote is about um, John Greenleaf Whittier at a very uh, critical juncture in his life. Um, most people don't realize that he was an abolitionist and a very prominent one. Um, in the uh, earlier part of his life. And in 1865, that all changed, uh, obviously, with the end of the Civil War and the 13th Amendment being passed. Um, And it was the following year that Snowbound came out. And from then on, he was basically considered one of the fireside poets. So um, that year was a, a very, very important year in his life when he kind of changed gears. And that's when the play takes place. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you never know when something like that, a life-changing event, is going to be taking place. And and he had no clue either, did he? No, he didn't. Um, He was always, I mean, as a Quaker, his uh, sensibilities were to, to look for justice in anything that he saw as unjust, um, and abolition, he just kind of fell into it, uh, mainly because of uh, William Lloyd Garrison, who was, of course, a Newburyport resident. Um, and uh, he joined the ranks back in the 1830s, and from then on, he was uh, fighting for uh, uh, freeing the slaves. Um, and, uh, in fact, at one time, he came close to losing his own life because of his efforts. Uh, so he was very prominent in that uh, movement. But, of course, when 1865 came along and uh, the abolition of slavery uh, came, he was faced with, uh, you know, what's he doing from here? Um, and so that wasn't going to be a prominent part of his life. What was he going to do next? And so... Um, the abolitionist refrain is is basically a study in how a man may have, uh, because of course it's historical fiction, how he may have uh, been thinking at the time, and what made him decide to step away from political ventures and uh, strictly focus on uh, uh, just just his poetry, and you know. Pastoral poetry, as, as they call it. Now, um, I, I know that a lot of these uh, 
a lot of these people they they knew each other they they uh, you know traveled in the same circles did you uh bring in anybody else into uh the play that you've written that's going to be uh, being uh, performed next month yes uh william lloyd garrison makes an appearance um there is a fictitious uh civil war soldier a young soldier who questions the uh, uh the utility of the war and whether it was actually futile. Uh, and then he has a meeting with Francis Watkins Harper. Francis Watkins Harper was a freeborn black woman who uh, fought for abolition uh, and uh, was very familiar with John Green the Footier. In fact, I think that they uh, had the stage a few times together. Um, and uh, she comes to visit with him uh, in the last uh, part of it. And Francis Watkins Harper, by the way, also happened to be a poet. So the two of them are abolitionists and poets, kind of speaking the same language. But as we find out in the, uh, the third scene with Francis, um, they're coming from two different perspectives. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, we're talking with Michael Cormier, playwright, and uh, I didn't write down the name the the name of the uh, play that that is going to be performed. It's called the Abolitionist's Refrain. It's um, it's being it's being shown at the Whittier Farmstead in Haverhill, Massachusetts, right off of One Ten, um, and it's uh, it's free. They, uh, you're, you're encouraged to, well, Kaylee, I guess I can leave that to you, but uh, you're encouraged to get uh, tickets in advance. Um, donations are encouraged because they go to help out with the museum. Um, but um, there is uh, seating outside. It's going to take place right in the backyard, if you will, of, uh, of the farmstead. All right, and, and uh, now, did you uh, choose the uh, the actors yourself to uh, put the show on? No, the, um, the play is being put on by Punctuate Four Productions. They're a uh, Topsfield nonprofit uh, that puts on uh, historical plays, um, develops them, and so forth. Uh, so. They've been a big part of this. They hired a director from New York, actually, um, and some very, very good actors. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're in charge of all that. I just kind of do the writing and hand it over, and then uh, if they have any questions of me, uh, I'm there. But uh, uh, for the most part, I kind of stay out of that and let them do their work. Now I, I know that some you know playwrights uh, write the plays in, in hopes that it uh, moves on to uh, the bigger and, and uh, bigger venues and things like that. Do you have any aspirations for that? Uh, yes, um, it, it would be nice to see it uh, put on uh, in a in a bigger venue. But what we really really would like with this play is for some teachers to come out and see it. Um, hopefully local teachers will show up. Again, that's September 10th, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. There are two performances. The reason I say this is because I think it would be a very good 
way for teachers to uh, introduce John Greenleaf Whittier in a whole different light than um, than what children basically know him as. I think it would be good for uh, you know middle school, high school, that sort of thing, and uh, it would introduce him as an abolitionist as well as a poet. So I'm hoping personally that it um, is a good turnout and it benefits the uh, the museum, of course, but hopefully it will be put on at uh, schools uh, in the future too. That would be uh, that would be my biggest dream. Um, okay, now now uh, Kaylee, have you had a chance to read the script? I have read the script. Uh, we were also fortunate last year to host a preview performance. So uh, we had about sixty people who came out last year. We had a, a costumed reading in the Apple Orchard last year um, with a few scenes from the play. So there are some other people in Haverhill that may be a little familiar with the with how the play goes. Was that when I asked you if uh, there were uh, there were people that could uh, you know go around and uh, play the part of John Greenleaf Whittier? It it might have been yes. Uh, we're hoping that people that came out last year for the preview will. Um, have enjoyed it enough last year to come out for the full production this year. All right, and and uh, as far as the um, the staging goes, uh, are there um, are, are there places that people can uh, can change their costumes or trees they can hide behind or things like that? Yes, we're using an inside space at the birthplace for the actors um, to get ready in. And then the staging will be outside. Um, the audience is encouraged to bring either a chair or a blanket. Um, we will have a few chairs available, but your chairs are probably more comfortable than our folding chairs. So Now, uh, I know you've been in uh, the museum business for a long time. Is this the, the first play that you've been involved with? Um, not exactly, but it's the first one that I think I've been the premiere location for uh, a play. So we're excited that it's it's brand new and we are at the very first location to to have the full production. Uh, that's great. All right. Well, uh, Kaylee, uh, Michael, anything else you'd like to add this morning? I just want to say if folks want to get tickets, they're available on our website, whittierbirthplace.org slash events. Um, we're excited and September 10th, two performances at 11 and at 3 o'clock. And you'll probably have terrific weather, too, I bet. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> we're going to hold you to that. <laughs> okay. Well, that that would be uh, James Covington, the, our meteorologist. That would be his, his, his <laughs> department to do that. All right. Well, Michael, thank you so much. Are you working on any other plays right now? Uh, I have a couple of uh, things kind of in the works. Um, but uh, one of them is a revision of my play Salt and Stall's Trial, which is a full-length play, which uh, has already had a couple of runs. Uh, so we're working on that. I'm very excited about that. We're going to actually have a reading of the new play down in Boston at the Modern Theater in um, in uh, October. So uh, Salt and Stall's Trial is about the Salem Witch Trials, by the way. And it's also about Nathaniel Saltonstall from Haverhill. So, um, and I have some other things in the works that 
uh, haven't gotten very far yet, but uh, I'm still working on it. All right. Well, you keep us informed on that, and and good luck on the, on the uh, the play you're working on as well too. And uh, this is this is going to be a nice play over the uh, John Greenleaf with your birthplace in Haverhill as well. All right. Well, uh, Michael and uh, and Kaylee, thank you again, and we'll uh, get you back on. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank this, you very much. Oh, you, you bet. Thank you. This is the Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. That's the Wave. W.